Earlier today, uh, my colleague uh, Jill Bennett uh, was speaking to uh, Dr. Craig Jones. He's part of the UBC Housing Research Collaborative, uh, and they wrote a report on evictions in Canada. Uh, Essentially, our province uh, has the highest rate of evictions in our country, and the vast majority of evictions in BC, 85%, are deemed to be, as they say, no fault of the tenant. Uh, Dr. Jones spoke to Jill um, uh, during uh, the 12 and 3 o'clock hours. Uh, take a listen to his comments. There was a new question that was added about, have you ever been forced to move by a landlord? And if respondents answered yes, then there was a follow-up question that asked, well, what was the reason for that for that eviction? What we could do then is we grouped three of those responses, sale of the property, landlord use, and uh, renovation, demolition, or conversion, and we grouped them together into what we called a no-fault eviction on the assumption that you know that has nothing to do with the tenant. And so what we're able to see by using that grouping is that we find that we estimate that the national average for that kind of no-fault eviction was around 65%. We have an estimate for BC, which was 85%. And when we take a look at the eviction rate by national and by the four largest provinces, we see that this no-fault eviction rate over that five-year period for BC is 9%, whereas the national average is 4%. We have a high degree of confidence that BC's higher eviction rate is largely driven by a higher rate of no-fault evictions. Joining me now to talk a little bit about no-fault evictions is uh, Susanna Madrovich, uh, Tenant Resource and Advisory Centre representative. Susanna, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jess. Does it surprise you in regards to what uh, Dr. Craig Jones was saying in regards to um, our higher proportion of uh, no-fault evictions? It doesn't surprise me at all. We, we have a tenant information line, and that sort of tracks with the data that we we've been collecting over time as well for tenants calling in about various issues. Um, the majority, it seems, uh, of tenants who call about evictions are calling about these no-fault type evictions. Um, now, I, I was speaking, speaking to um, uh, folks over at the Landlord BC on Friday's show, and one of the things they said, look, we, you know, you do have a lot of investor uh, landlords. You have, uh, in in some cases, you haven't been able to raise the rent uh, as as much as costs have gone up, uh, or in regards to mortgages as well. Uh, what do you say to that argument that look, uh, landlords don't have it easy as well. They're trying to maximize as much whatever they can in regards to their resources to make sure their costs are covered, whether it be just upkeep, whether it be staying up with the mortgage that they have to pay. What do you say to that argument? I mean, to be frank, it sounds disingenuous to me. Rents have risen faster than inflation for many, many years in BC. It's not as if you know during. It's not as if during the years where inflation was low, uh, landlords curbed the rents that they set for sort of new tenants coming in. They just went with whatever they thought the market could bear. Landlords are trying to maximize profits. That that's sort of our take. What do you think needs to happen if, if this is occurring, and according, according to Dr. Um, Craig Jones' study, that we have a, uh, a higher percentage of our evictions are due to uh, no-fault evictions? What needs to happen in your mind? I mean, I think, okay, in order to explain it, I sort of have to explain the way that the no-fault and, and other evictions in BC work, and mm-hmm. the vast majority of them. In the vast majority of evictions, all a landlord has to do is serve a tenant with an eviction notice. They don't have to file anything with 
any government oversight body or anything like that. They just have to serve the tenant a piece of paper. And then the burden is on the Senate to either dispute that eviction notice if they don't think the landlord is actually going to use the property for what they say they're going to use it for, or to move out in accordance with it. So that's sort of the first problem with the way that evictions work, is that we make it very, very easy for landlords to do it, and we don't track how often it's happening because the landlords don't have to file anything anywhere. The second problem is where tenants do dispute eviction notices, when they lose, they often end up in a position where they have to move out very, very quickly because the residential tenancy branch arbitrators in these disputes often sort of default to awarding landlords two-day order of possession. So essentially, a tenant who gets an eviction notice through no fault of their own, let's say the, the landlord says they want to move in, doesn't think the landlord actually wants to do that, so they dispute it, go to a hearing. If they lose because the landlord convinces the arbitrator that they do intend to move in, they might have to move out in two days, and that's completely untenable. So tenants who are sort of considering what to do in that situation often won't dispute just because of that. Whether or not they believe the landlord is going to do what they say they're going to do, they just don't dispute because the risk is too high. So a couple of very easy things that could happen procedure-wise mm -hmm. that would, I think, curb these problems is one, make landlords apply to the residential tenancy branch to be allowed to evict tenants, especially for these kinds of no-fault evictions. And two, don't give landlords two-day orders of possession. There's no reason for it. So, but what you're also saying here is that if you have to, if a landlord has to go through the residential tenancy branch, it is a new layer of bureaucracy, certainly, uh, that you're going to have to create where they can respond to these issues pretty quickly for the case of the landlord wanting, if he does, he or she does have family moving in. I mean, you're going to have to have somebody adjudicate all this. You would need more resources for the residential tenancy branch. Fair enough. So resource the residential tenancy branch more. They did this for evictions for renovations back when we had sort of a renovation crisis, as people referred to it. Mm -hmm. And those kinds of evictions pretty much dropped off the radar because now landlords have to apply and they have to prove that they actually intend to renovate and those, those renovations are ex extensive enough, etc. Well, Susanna, this is an interesting topic. Look forward to having you on again. Interesting study, and we've been following this for the last couple of days. Look forward to chatting with you on this issue soon. Thank you so much. Thank you as well. All right. Have good. a good rest of your day.